Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. Round two with Brian Healy on finding your why, if you lost your why, and how to find your why if you don't know what it is. I'm going to leave it at that. I really enjoyed this conversation. So please, everybody, give it up for Brian Healy. There we go. All right, we're going. The second one with uh, Brian. It started now after, again, much delay. i got to get a new computer and a bunch of different things. Yeah, this one, it, it, look, looks, it looks aged. The podcast was supposed to start 45 minutes ago. <laughs> and we just got the recorder up and going. So... As you all know from, uh, well, maybe not everybody knows, but this is Brian Healy. He is a business owner slash CrossFit coach slash overall good dude. Um, And second podcast with him because I enjoyed the first one so much. So um, we were going to visit a little bit kind of like the thought on why people do some of the things they do, like the what's your why, but in a, I guess we'll dive into a little bit because we had a good conversation. So, um, I guess to start it off, we were actually talking about people get into competitions or do things like on social media and their whys, like why did, why they post the things that they post and tag the things they do. Are they looking for just the attention or do they really love what they're doing? Um, That sort of thing. And why are they really trying to make it to the top of Let's say whatever organization, let's say CrossFit Games, we can use that. We know people, both. we both know people. They post things, they tag things, and they want to make it to the top of this, or they say they want to make it to, I want to be number one. I want to make the CrossFit Games. I want to make the NBA. I want to make this. And they keep posting about it and telling you about it, but they don't have, there's something missing from it. And you can feel it in all their posts. Yeah, um... I mean, that, finding your why type of a thing is nothing new that I came up with, obviously, by any means. I think there's even a book that's called Know Your Why. Yeah. Um, it's good. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I hear. After, right? But, like, as far as, like, I don't really call it knowing your why. I call it, like, what's at your center. Um, Ooh, that's and, good. And what I mean, because like, like, like you, you have to always be able to come back to that center um, when things, I call, uh, the best way to say it is are stripped away. So if you put it in the sense of like CrossFit, let's so with me, I'll just kind of use myself as an example. The reason I got into CrossFit um, initially was when I was in law enforcement. I got, I would say, I mean, if you look at the picture from like the day I graduated the academy to like six years, seven years down the road, forty pounds heavier, like super, like sleep. I mean, that's still an issue, but like sleep still, like sleep <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Diet, everything was just the lifestyle for law enforcement doesn't really lend itself to like when you're working shift work. The last thing you want to do sometimes when you get off is go do a workout. Um, and then fast forward a few years, I had our had my first kid, um, and I just remember like certain things. Like my my grandfather was at my sister's weddings, but I but he was really close. To, I was really close to him, but he wasn't at mine. And I remember that kind of struck me because um, just because I really would have liked him there. And so I kind of thought about that, especially when we had our first daughter. I wanted to be there. Um, and at this point in time in my career, I had no, I, I wasn't planning on um, And that's kind of when I discovered CrossFit. And so the, my reasoning for doing CrossFit initially was to get healthy. Um, and I wanted to be around for like not only my daughter's weddings, but my grandkids' weddings as well. So fast forward a few years, you know, CrossFit now, a hobby became a passion, a passion became a career. And 
but that's still in my center of what I do, why I do what I do. Uh, you know, initially CrossFit after, you know, being at my center with my kids and being healthy and to be able to do that, you know, I decided I wanted to help other people do that as well. So you open up a CrossFit gym. So that's kind of like the center of this this place is to get people healthy and have a, a great community and a great place to film it. You know, then after, you know, on top of that now, kind of like training competitors, whatever you want to call it, like people that have a hobby, like, if, you know, want to do like a competitive CrossFit, I help out with that too. And, you know, who knows what that could bring as far as like from a tangent off of my original center. But here's the thing. I mean, if we worst case scenario, let's say competitive CrossFit just goes away. Let's just say that happened. That wouldn't change why, I, you know, like the reason I opened this place. Um, and let's say the worst case scenario happens and like, you never know, um, economy could go whatever, maybe you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And uh, let's say this place, like we just it ended up like, like some other businesses, like something just didn't go right, you know, and we just couldn't, couldn't maintain. I don't, you know, obviously I don't see it happening, but I'm just saying, let's say that happened. Yeah. At this, my original reasoning why I do CrossFit or why I started CrossFit is still there and that can't be taken away. I'm not going to stop doing CrossFit or stop doing what I do just because some of their aspects are taken away from it. If that, if, if the reason anything you're doing in life, if something is like changed, like as far as like your goals or your path, if somehow that's altered and you no longer want to do it, then you have to really examine why you did it in the first place. Like, why did you start it? Like what's at the center of it all? Like, and that could be well down not just to like CrossFit in general, but if you talk about just like like you know, let's say we just uh, be like smaller, like not smaller, but like in the business sense, why I started this place. I didn't start this place to make money. Okay, I started this place because I wanted to help people, and I really had a passion for getting people healthy and stuff like that. And hopefully, you just you have enough to support your family. Also. Yeah, exactly. If that happened, yeah. but like here's the thing: like let's say I didn't. Let's say like it was kind of rough goings. You know, this is a, it's a business. You, it's it's a grind sometimes. But let's say, and I wasn't making enough money in this place. Uh, I would s still find other ways to do that because I would want to keep this place open because of my center. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want, just because I wasn't making like buku dollars, like, you know, have me in you know, mansions flying all over the place, this place. I, I, that's not why I got into this. I got into this to help people get healthy. So that's why I do what I do. Well, I think. It probably, it even goes back to being a cop. Like, why were you a cop? That's... You know, it's. I mean, were uh, you a cop to make money? No, not at all. Because that's the, you know, yeah. they definitely don't get paid a lot. You know, I was. It was really, you know, and it was. I wanted something that when I was a police officer, I wanted something that I could do that I could, you know, go home every single day and feel like I, I made an impact. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Same, same and thing. So you're this, exactly, and that has yeah. never really changed as far as like that goes. Like that's just kind of always. So, even like I said, if this. It, if you, if I got, if I got let's say I did get into this to make money. Okay, and that's what made me passionate about it. Well, then let's say this place stops making as much money as like whatever I thought it was. Well, now all of a sudden my passion is taken away. So then this, if a passion is taken away out of this place, it all goes down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if my passion, which it actually is, is to help people get healthy and give them a good community and a good place to work out and get them to, you know, fit for life and, and better what they want to do is reach some of their goals. If that's my passion, that never can be taken away. If it's two people here... Or 25 people in the class. It doesn't. That can. They're they're here. I'm trying. I hope they're here for those those reasons. And that's and that's why that ha it has to be a strong center. Of what is that? Your, whatever it is, what I call it. So if what's at your center? <laughs> if you if you define it as what's at your center is something that can be taken away. Like if you do CrossFit and the reason you're doing CrossFit is to make is only to make the games. Well, let's look at the game. I mean, look at that in the sense of like 
your athletic career is always usually a professional athletic career at that is not a very long period of time. If that's taken away, are you do you hate Who CrossFit? You? Yeah, do you hate CrossFit all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, I mean, like if that's if, if that's the only reason you're doing CrossFit, but that's the thing, it could be taken away. Um, Anything can be taken exactly. away. Exactly. And, yeah. and there's there's numerous times like with athletes, I mean, people get injured and they God forbid that happens, but like so that gets what would you what's still at the yeah. what's, what's at the core reason of why you do what you do? And if it's if you don't have a strong answer to that question or you don't know or what you think is at your center if it can be taken away, it's... it's does it change it's, who you are exactly, gone? Exactly. If it can yeah. be taken away, does that mean, like, whatever the reason you got into it is, that, is all of a sudden out the window? If it can be taken away, then that's not what's at your center, and you have to reevaluate why it is yeah. there. That, that's, you have to, it's I think look. if anybody does it for money, if, it's, if money is your motivator, which it's not always a terrible thing to have money as a motivator, but I find that you can tell the lack of... Uh, oh, how, how would you say it? Like being genuine in the thing that you're doing when it's all about just money. Meaning, if this was all about money to you, you would be able to tell that this gym was run with the intent of making money and not helping people. That's exactly that right. That would be second. And then, like you said, when the money goes away, then you're you're dumping it because that's your motivation in the first place. And now you're unhappy. You don't know who you are. That's like Anybody that does anything, any sort of professional sport, I can pe- speak from my from my perspective on it of as deep into the action sports world as I was and being a low-level, like, professional rollerblader, then I just, like, lo- I lost. There was a moment in time where I felt, I felt defeated for one, but then I sort of, like, lost the that same passion. It didn't change who I was as a human. I just found something different. And so I was okay with letting that go. It never bothered me. It's still, there's no regrets and there's nothing that hurts me for going, yes, I could have stayed with it and I could have gone all these different places. But I didn't because I lost the reason why I was doing it changed. And I found a different why. But here's the really cool thing about what you're talking about in yourself is I still remember when I first met you, like, one of the things, like, because, like, I, and I, I remember this just because, like, when we first met, like, one of the only things I knew about you, and it sounds, I mean, this is kind of one of the benefits of social media, I guess, is, like, on your social media, it was, uh, besides, like, you and your family, it was a lot of your skating videos. And I'm like, man, this <laughs> dude's about my age. Exactly. And I'm like, you're doing these things. I remember these tricks. I'm like, that is cool. That is cool. And that's what, and I knew you loved to do that as before I even knew that, like, how, like, big you got into that sport. You see what I'm saying? And so, like, perfect example, you're not doing that, like, as a sport anymore. You're not, like, deep yeah. into it anymore, but yeah. you still didn't oh, let it. it. Exactly. It never I got taken it. away from you. And yeah. so, like, and that's the thing. You could have multiple centers in your life as far as, like, there has to be one big one. There's always one big one. Yeah. But, like, as far as the multiple, like, different centers of why you do what you do in your life, are, are always there. There's always one big one, and then, like, little, like, then you get, like, little ones off to the side, like, they kind of go to the multiple tangents, but, like, it's kind of like if everything is just stripped away, and you're down back to your core, what, what's there is it, if, if, if what's there is still strong, like, I, I mean, I tell people all the time, like, years from now, when, like, the business is, like, I mean, I, I hope it's still here and it's still standing, and I'm pretty, I'm, I'm confident it will be just because of what we've, uh, what we're trying to build here, but I'm not going to do this forever. 
You know what I'm saying? There's going to yeah. be a point in time where, like, That's... I'm going to want to do some things with my family, like, more, like, and, and, like, this will be passed on. It could be passed on to my kids. It could be passed on to somebody else's kids. You never know. But I'll still be doing CrossFit in my garage. It won't be of the intensity and the <laughs> as far as, like, I won't be lifting as heavy or whatever, but I'll, but I'll <laughs> yeah. still be doing it yeah. um, just because the main reason why I did it in the first place is still going to be there. Like, my, by the time I'm out of this thing... I'm pretty sure I won't have grandkids that are ready to get married yet. They'll be young. So, I mean, <laughs> so, but I still want to be there for it. And so that's, that's never going to be uh, taken away. And that's, I think, that's just where I see a lot of people, I think, going wrong as far as, like, when I ask them about the reasons of why they do what they do yeah. or why you're doing this. If there has to be a greater, like, reason, a whole core reason, it's okay to have tangents and what I mean by tangents, like little, like if you ever look at, uh, if you ever brainstorm, you know what I'm talking about? Like there's always the initial idea. Oh yeah. And so, when you, and then stuff. when you have the initial that's idea, good. things start going off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, exactly. So that's, and that's kind of the same thing. Creativity with this. starts to Exactly. Come out so like yeah. being, doing CrossFit initially for some people, it could be just like to get healthy and get fit. Well, then it could, and there's multiple athletes that you've seen in CrossFit that have lost hundreds of pounds and now they're like competing. Yeah. So, and that became a goal, like, an, like another tangent from their original reason they did it. And so that's what I do. But like, if someone comes to me and they say like, "Oh, I just want to go. I want to go to the games. Want to make the games." Like, like, well, that's why you're doing. That's why you're doing CrossFit just to make the games. And what happens if like the games goes under? You know, like just financially. Let's say Greg Glassman just financially said, not even financially. Let's just say he thinks like he maybe took a different path than what his original thing was. To Which people easily out. could do exactly. Let's he say he does just goes done. It's like okay, well, what happens if he does that? What if happens is just CrossFit just a, like just a way to keep people healthy and moving and and teach them to be healthier and. If they say, oh, I wouldn't want to do it anymore, I'm like, well, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. No. I, I just don't think that – I think it's healthy, and I think it's awesome to have the goal of wanting to compete because um, I think that really does drive people um, because I don't think the CrossFit competitions will ever go away, especially at the local level. No. But we can't compete forever. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And no, no. Is, I, I, don't, I don't – as much as I like it and love it now, I know that I have other interests that I want to pursue – and that this will, I don't want to do this forever. Yeah, and like, I think, even now, like, I still do like local competitions, because I think they're fun, and like, I have a good time, don't get me wrong, I have the competitive drive, but at the same time, I have as much fun working out here with friends, and kind of having that same competitive drive, I can still get, I still get the same, like, like gratification from that. Yeah. And so I, I envision myself as a 65-year-old man in my garage with my... 13 year old grandchild skill in a workout so I could try to beat him. And then that's, and I, and I get excited about that as well. Um, but anyway, kind of going off, I mean, I know we use CrossFit as an example, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I know, but I think that's with anything in life. Like I think with the job, uh, it's family. almost more like that's, I guess the job part would be one thing that I, you could spin it into. That's really important because I know from personal experience of looking at what I want to do and having conversations with Kim and other people like, what's my passion in life? Well, I, I think that that's your why. Like the passion is kind of the why, the center, yep. that sort of thing. And you can get, you can lose it, which I lost. Like the feeling, I lost it of what that may be. Who, You know, versus mm-hmm. I just need a job for a paycheck to support my family. And I lost the ability to figure out how, like what, not how, 
the ability to find my why. That makes sense. And I think a lot, I think there is an overwhelming majority of people, the reason they're not doing what they love to do is because they've lost that why over the stretch of being an adult. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, because you because it, it's the grind. It's the grind of daily life. Yeah, and, and you get you get sucked into it. Of hey, this is a good job. This is the best job you'll you you know you don't want to give up this good job to pursue what may be a why inside of you. I you know and and it's kind of like a, a short a short story. Like I remember like uh, my grandfather. Like I think when I was getting ready, I, when I decided I wanted to go to law enforcement, I remember the the initial conversation I had with him about it. Um, it's like, yeah, I want to go into DEA and the FBI. I want to do all that kind of stuff. I want to, I want to go high, you know, be high speed and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the KBI. <laughs> there is such a thing. Anyway, uh, see, people don't know these inside jokes you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, I remember telling him that, and uh, he was like, you know, everybody in the entire world that wants to go to law enforcement in the United States right now is going to be putting in for that job, and they don't have hundreds of positions. What are you going to do when if you don't get that position? And I'll be like, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. That's great. But what are you going to do for money in the meantime? Yeah. I remember like, uh, and like, I was like flabbergasted. Like, okay. And he was like, you gotta, you gotta grind. You gotta survive. Okay. But what can, can it, how can you still make it like something like your passion on a smaller scale almost? But want to say like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, I remember thinking like I would do local law enforcement for a while and maybe go into the federal route, but I just love local, like the brotherhood and everything so much. You so yeah, exactly, which is yeah. fine. But this is because like why I chose to do it was still my passion. It's still my passion. Yeah. But it's also, it, it, the, you, there's a grind. We understand. You got people got to make money. You got to survive. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, do get, yeah. I do get that. Um, the point is when you start the grind, not to let that deviate you from your end goal. Now, you can take a different path. Like you may find a different path and a different why than where you initially started, and that may be the journey that you're on. But when it, the, the thing it does is sometimes they get in there and people go, well, I'm comfortable right yeah, here. Yeah. So I don't want to give that up on the hopes that this is good. Or you have kids and then you're like, oh, now i got to support them. That's a real thing. And then you lose that why that's inside, like that reason, that center that, that makes you kind of who you are as the person you are. I talked to you in one of the other that one podcast, like traveling and seeing the country and hiking and adventures like that and getting lost in the woods is part of who I like to be. Like as doing different things, constantly learning new things is part of what makes me me. And when I stopped doing that for a period of time, I was a different human being. Almost like on the outside, I was a dull. I would say I was dull. See, uh, I don't think there's a, like, I don't, I think in the job and career realm, not everybody is in a job where they're just like, no. they come home every single day and they just are, or they're, ha- they're they go to work every single day and they're happy to go to work. That this is, that's, if that was possible, uh, we, we'd all be, there'd be, a, a, you know, a, a thousand NFL quarterbacks. There'd be no yeah, janitors. Exactly. I mean, like, and, and don't get me wrong, I, we, I, I appreciate everything everybody does, but like some people, I think, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it to work, to kind of support what your passion is. You know, no, so no, 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 yeah. no. I, I got that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is people lose that. The whole thing, if, yeah, they if, lose if, you're, it. If, you're, if your job is, then yeah, you need to get out of it. I, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. If you can, if, if you can get through the job to help you like still maintain your passions, like, okay, my, I work so I can support my, my travels, my family time and stuff like that. And it works for me and I'm happy doing that. Job is just a secondary thing. As long as you give it your best, I'm okay with that. 
Um, but if it's crushing your spirit when you come home and you don't want to do anything, it's time to find something else to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do agree with that. I mean, and I know that's not easy because, like you said, it, it, when you talk about that comfort thing, that is very uncomfortable to, to go into some unknown. It's very you, you know you're in that comfort zone. You you know you got that job every single day. It's going to give you a paycheck every two weeks, whatever it may be. And all of a sudden, like, and, but it's crushing your spirit and your soul. And you're like, well, but there's no guarantee that I'm going to be able to make money doing this, this, and this if I leave. Like, okay, well, <laughs> how long are you going to stay in this funk where it's not going to impact you negatively? Um, yeah. So I, I, I do agree with that. But sometimes, like, working to fulfill a passion is one is one thing. But then also at the same time, like, grinding away every single day and then, like, hating life. That's no way to get through it. No. You know, you're not gonna because you won't enjoy anything else. Yeah, yeah. You'll exactly. make the money. Yeah, exactly. You'll end up making the money, and then spending more of it because that's the only thing that can, like, it's like a drug. It's like let me shoot myself up with buying something right now because I don't want to feel the pain of having to go back Monday. I yeah, and I mean, do the same thing that I've been not enjoying, and not even. I think so. What uh, there's another avenue that I. And I just thought of this right now as we were talking in this conversation is that I there's a possibility that it's it's not just the grind. It's the grind without pursuing something that you enjoy. So yes. you can grind and do that your whole life as long as you're pursuing something or always in pursuit of something that you enjoy and doing something that fills up that center. And then if you never make it, that's fine. You're still you're still doing things that are enjoyable to you or at least working towards it. And if you fail, you fail, but at least you failed doing something that you enjoy. However, if you're not even pursuing that avenue, like let's say um, you had a job you didn't like to support this place, you're still doing that to get back here somehow, some way, right? Well, I think you need it somewhere. I think you're a perfect, a, a, a good example is I love my job. But I tell you what I don't love is having to like do the accounting for this place, <laughs> or like go like make sure like, figure out like you know do the go to the go to this Texas State Comptroller's website every single month uh, to pay this to pay taxes, uh, having to go through the accounting and everything. Like, that stuff is not enjoyable. Not at all. But it needs to be done so I can enjoy this place. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I didn't do that, then we would have some serious problems. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This place would have serious problems. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to do this. So you got to do some of the things you don't want to do or you don't like to do so you can do the big thing that you want to do. It's almost like you almost always need a mountain. You always need a mountain that you're climbing up. It's like a never-ending mountain. But there's always a goal with the little false, the little what false summit. False, false summit. You know, okay, okay. You, you get to, a, like you see the summit and you're like, that's where I need, that, this is what I'm working towards. This is what I'm working towards to get to the top of this, this summit. And then you get there, and you make it, and you're like, oh, it's a false summit. But the next one's right there. Keep grinding, keep grinding. Oh, there it is. Oh, I want to make it to that one. There's always a different mountain to climb. And if you don't have the mountain, if it's just flat and easy, and there's no struggle in it, you kind of lose the – it just becomes boring. If you're not growing, you're dying type of a scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. is like if you're just – going through the motions and any like sometimes like don't get me wrong like doing like the accounting for this place 
it's just a certain type of emotion to it. Yeah. But it's the bigger emotion, like to get to like the big thing. That's like you know, like that I'm really passionate about, like growing this place and having and and making it a really cool place to be. But um, you got to do the little things sometimes, which aren't fun. No. Um, and I know I've heard people say, you know, you don't have to do them, you get to do them. And I, 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 I agree with that to an extent. I get to do that. You have to if you but, want but the you, place but to you stay have open, to, though. You better still do it, though. Um, and I get that because um, I do – I do trust me, I do appreciate the fact and I do think about that when I'm doing the little things in here that may not seem glamorous to people. I still think to myself, man, I, I, I get to do this today. I, I, I do get to – I'm doing the accounting, but I'm doing the accounting for, like, my own business which is like helping people and doing this kind of thing so that's what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. you have so the accounting's like your mountain you know it's like your steep incline and then you get to the top and you're like i just did that for my own thing and here's the i can i look over the top of this fall summit and i'm still way up here and i can see the valley down below and how beautiful it is and it's rewarding once you get there it's rewarding now you got to do it again because you it doesn't stop yeah, I mean, and, and that's and that's exactly right, and that's a. And so people which, who think it's, it's all rainbows, like it's just all rainbows. It's so easy. It's this. No, you need you need the yin and the yang to balance it out, so that you appreciate the good, the good of it, it's, even I, inside I, the same. I wish I remembered who the who did this pup, who we have in the podcast. There was another podcast I heard it recently. I got to read the dude's book. I think he has a book. Anyway, he works with like athletes on. Uh, on mindset and he talks about how uh bad shit happens mm-hmm. like you know bad shit happens like it's not always you can't say you can't put a spin on everything and say everything's positive it's, but you, like you said it's not all ra- it's not all sunshine and rainbows like guess what like when you're talking about like this like climbing the mountain you know, that fall summit which i'm assuming is an actual thing it is yeah okay, i better say i've never climbed a mountain but like we've we've found them before see and there you but like <laughs> Here's the perfect example of that kind of a thing. This, what this guy was talking about is, yes, bad shit happens. Negative things happen. You can't say they don't because they do every single day. But it's a matter of, like, how much how much power are you going to give over that negative thing? So, like, if you talk about, like, actually, let's, let's, yeah. let's use that scenario as a mountain climber. Like, you get a fall, you hit a false summit. If you allow that false summit to, like, like dict- or, like, scope everything you just did, like, okay, we just said we did all this work. I got to this false summit. This is crappy. I hate life. I'm going back down the mountain. And even though, and, you're not, and you may not be that far away from the summit. So you let this negative experience, this negative aspect of it, get, you've given it power over the rest of the experience yeah. and, and the rest of everything else. So that's the thing is like they try not to use bad shit happens, but you can't let it have power. Like, and this is what this guy was talking about. You can't let it have power over yourself um, or, or other things you're going to do. Yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, it's just, uh, we can talk about that all day, but I, I think too that's another aspect of it. But as far as like what you're talking about, like what's at your center, why you do what you do, I, I, you know, I, I think you and I are from a because you talked about the social media thing, we're from a generation that wasn't a thing. Um, no. so, so sometimes it's hard for me to relate to it. Um, I try, I really do. I try to get it. Uh, I don't always get it, um, but. I hope what people use as far as, like, I, I hope the reasoning that people use it um, is to put a positive message out there in some way, shape, or form. Because um, I, I look at it from that aspect sometimes of, like, why, especially in the CrossFit realm, you're like, why am I watching this dude work out? 
Like, why is this? Why are they showing me this? I go, I don't understand. Like, I just need to see, like, a, you know, because it's coming from a guy like me. I use it like I put. I use it for my business, but at the same time, I use it to post pictures of my of my kids and, and my and my, yeah. me and my wife, yeah. um, and family events, stuff like that, fun things. But I, what I like to hope that they're doing it for, as far as like using social media, especially this generation, is showing what people are capable of to to to, to inspire and not to to inspire and not show off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah, that's. I mean, it's the same thing as we're talking about in the center. But I've changed my thinking on it. First, I was like, social media is this is terrible, but it's not terrible. It's the way the world's changing. I agree, and it has so many positives. It's just whether the person chooses to use it in a positive way. Now it accelerates the people who aren't genuine. It accelerates their uh, like it keeps them stuck in that hole, and it accelerates them being, I guess, mediocre through life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yep. If you if you need social media to, to to get validation for how great you great you are, Never gonna or, get or you want people to think, you know, you want people to give that through social media, then you, yeah, that's empty. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like doing things for the money. It's almost the same thing. It's yeah, like, exactly. So when, I, what's I, enough money? Yeah, what's, exactly. What's enough recognition? Well, I mean, it's I hear people. I mean, people talk about followers and getting likes exactly. on things and yeah. stuff like that. I like. I mean, it, how, it's not very hard for someone like to scroll through that social media and just like it to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. but I, yeah. I think if some of the ones I know what I do, like a double take with social, like on social media is like when it's somebody that is talking about like some, like it's a picture of, uh, I think things I've seen recently are like a surgery that like derailed me like at a certain point, like some athlete is like a the athlete at a certain point in time. And then it kind of like shows like the after like years later and you kind of read through that and it's inspirational. Um, and I think other times it can be inspirational. That's what I hope when people are using their social media, especially in like in the cross realm or in any way, shape or form yeah. is to put some type of, of, of positive message uh, out there. Um, Cause I think even showing pictures of like your kids and stuff like that is, can be something positive uh, in the yeah. sense of like you're showing you're showing family time and what it's about uh, and what life's you know supposed to be kind of like at, like you said we had at that center you're showing people that if it brings you joy like if that picture brings me joy then i can post it and i'm okay with it i don't care who likes it but it, it brings me joy that moment brought me joy and i look at it and i feel that same it's like that you know when you're there's certain times when you hear certain songs or music in the time of your life and and uh in certain moments and you're like, it takes you back when you hear that song a little bit. Oh, moment. dude, I, so that, I still do that to this exactly, day. Exactly, <laughs> me too. Man, I know every time I hear Sublime album on there, every time I think of when I first got a CD player, a portable CD player, and we went to people, Seattle. These kids, anybody, no, people listening to this thing got no idea. I had a portable CD before player. that, and that was high technology. But the CD player, I had the Sublime CD. We went to Seattle, and I... I was 15, and we just drove my grandma back. But I go back to that entire trip just from hearing a Sublime song from that album. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like not, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you associate yeah. good good feelings with something you post, that's awesome to share that with people. I think, um, I think sometimes like some of the reasons like I, I think post pictures of like my kids doing something funny is to make people laugh because yeah. I know it's going to be or if I post a picture of just my, like, like I said, like, I think I posted a picture not too long ago of, like, of my, of my two girls and, and my wife, like, watching a set of CrossFit competitions at that, that one, the Annihilation Games. Yeah. Um, 
and I just kind of captioned it like my reasons why or something like that, or like, um, and they, and they are, um, and I think I, I not only do that to show people kind of like what's at my center, like where why I do what I do, why I do what I do, and who's it all for, but at the same time, I like I like to if my wife if I think she's having a bad day or something like that, I might post a picture just go like I know she's gonna see it, so I'm like if that might, might cheer her it up. might cheer her up, yeah, and, and if that's and that's gonna be that can be my motivation sometime. But I think if my motivation ever is to post something for pure gratification for people like just to like give me attention, like me personally, yeah, uh, and it's just to make to validate anything I'm doing. I, I I hope someone would call me out on that if I did that. If you're posting it because not because you like it because you think other people will like it, right? I think if like that's you know, your motivation. Then if you post something you like and people like it, that's a win-win. Yeah, and I think it's also cool, like, to yeah. post other people's achievements. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's always, like, I think that's a cool thing. Um, but then again, like, I, I didn't I didn't even know this was a thing. And so you're talking, like, to a guy that, like, literally I didn't get. I didn't get. I didn't <laughs> How did get, we get talking about social media? I don't know, media? But, but, but I didn't get on Instagram until uh, until uh, I opened this place. That's when I got my first, like, I'm sorry, a little bit, a few months before that. But that's, and I didn't understand. I didn't, I never heard of Instagram famous. I remember when YouTube came out and like it was just a bunch of videos, like like old videos that people converted yeah. from VHS and yes. put them on the other things. Yes. But now there's like YouTube sensations, like they, they get like, people get paid to do that. You well, know that <laughs> it was it was really awesome in the beginning because then you could watch like all these old videos that were just on VHS. You can't get anymore. You could usually watch them now. They're all copyrighted and redone. You can't go back and watch them. Yeah. Like, there's you, videos I clicked on and I go, oh man, it's gone. They had old UFC fights. Yeah. Like when there was when there was no holes barred, like, like, like yeah. all day. That's what I. How are you? How are you talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, but like as far as like that's, I think it is okay to share um, your center and your reasons why and why you do what you do. I think that's okay to share it on uh, social media. If it's genuine. If it's genuine. This is the cool thing. This is why we really got talking about it is because uh, it really bleeds through that it's not your why or it is your why when you're posting stuff. It really does. If you, if you, so we all know it. Like you can point fingers at people, like and and you see it. And there's something. It's like, and I wish I'd looked this up. There's a, it's a theory where like, if you had surgery on your face mm-hmm. to fix something, right? Like let's say you had a big nose, and you fix that big nose. Well, really? your your face was designed when you were born to have that big nose for you to look right. But when you take it away, for some reason, when people look at you, they go, something's off. And there's a theory behind that. Like, your eyes tell you something's not right. See, I have a big nose, so I think you're personally talking about no. it. <laughs> no. But, but that theory is kind of the same in everything you do. Your, the eyeball test, it's like, what? what's weird about this? There's not that, – that person's doing something really cool, really, like, talented. But why is it not making sense? Like, why is this – why am I not attracted to this? Like, I should be. And it's because – I think it's because there's a lack – there's a, there's something missing and that missing is their why the reason they're doing it and it bleeds through even in a post when you're trying to hide it you can't hide it I I think it's very like you're you're genuine like I I got to meet somebody recently I'm not gonna throw in names or anything like that but I got to meet someone recently and uh, you really got the feeling that when you met them like who they are like even like what you see on social media or like in interviews that's who they are yeah and like that shows because it's like what do you do like for lack of a better word when the camera's off you know when like when, yeah, when, when exactly. no one's around yeah, when, yeah. you know what you what you do and like it's kind of like even with training what you do in the dark 
what you do in the dark will come to the light and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the same aspect. Like what you, if you put it out on there, like you're this happy-go-lucky positive person or like a really like inspirational, like you're trying to inspire everybody, but then I meet you in real life and you do, you do nothing but cuss and like and cuss at me all day long and like give me, it'll give me the time. Nothing wrong with cussing. I've been cussing yeah, the other Exactly. And the, or yeah. you just started like, I can, uh, okay. Like that you're, I think you're right. Like that will kind of show through eventually because I think there is like genuine, being genuine is tough to, uh, to kind of, I think it's tough to fake. What up, y'all? We had some visitors. We're doing this in the kids' room and I saw how Crossley could go quiet. Son and daughter just blessing. There's no quiet place in the There's no quiet place in the Son of Crossley gym besides this place. There's no quiet place in the house almost. Sometimes you got to do it when people aren't there listening or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it really does. It, like, it will bleed through eventually. It'll come through. Like, I constantly question. I constantly question myself and make sure I've learned to do this. And that is why I'm doing it. Like, I'm not doing CrossFit for anybody else. I'm not doing the hiking for anybody else. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. And that's a good... And I'm with the people that I enjoy when I'm doing it. And I'm meeting different people. And so I constantly question like, hey, am I doing a competition or am I doing this just because I'm supposed to because I've been in it so long? Or am I doing this because I really like to do it? And there's a lot of good, like, we can go on about this, I know we don't have a lot yeah. of time left, but like, as far as like, I think that's what you just did, like, I don't know if you realized it, um, like, using that word I a lot, you were, yeah. you were using it in an awesome way, I think, like, where you're talking, like, I enjoy this, this is like, but like, I think if you use, like, that word in the sense of, I remember what somebody told me some one time, like, when you're having a conversation with somebody, um, and you're and like to, to kind of like tell someone like truly genuinely interested in what you're saying or getting to know you as a person, think about what they talk about. Like when they're talking to you, like, like when the, you and I are talking, let's say you and I are talking about like, uh, I'm talking about like my, let's say my daughter's seventh birthday or something like that. And like with uh, and everything I got to get done for it. And you and I, and it's just kind of like a genuine conversation. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I remember that one time, like when I was, you know, hiking through the mountains and, and I'm like, <laughs> What, is it, what does this have to do with my, my daughter's seventh birthday? You know what I'm saying? But like, but, but that's but like, but that's what that yeah. genuine thing I think comes through yeah. is like. Yeah, I think what you're talking about. I want like, to tell you this story about me. Hold on. Yeah, exactly. And so I think it's. I know we've kind of got we've got us again. We've got a more tangents than we did when we were kind of the last time. But like, you're being genuine. I think if you're a truly genuine person, it will show through in all aspects of your life. I, I, I think that's the one thing, and I've caught myself doing it before too. Like where you're. Sometimes you're having a conversation with someone and you're just kind of sitting there like, man, I wanted to tell the story. How do I, how do I fit it in there? Right? Yeah, how do I get it in there? Oh, that, that's more of in a like, you're, I think that's a different situation. Like you can tell when it's just somebody, you want to share that story with a friend. or a uh, Yeah, I agree with that. And you yeah. want to share this enjoyment that you had in this situation because you really like what you did. There's a difference between that and just being like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Hold on. Petition's not on me. I didn't listen to a word you just said. There you go. Are you I'm listening? not going to relate to it. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and throw my story in there. Yeah. Which versus like, I just want to tell a story. There's a, there's no real black and white to a lot of different things. It is there is a lot of like, gray area in there, with situations like that. But the theory still holds true that if there's a lot of eyes, 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 and it's not relating to the human and their story, then then it's. I tell you, sometimes when when. when when I am reading a social, <laughs> when I'm reading a social media post for someone, 
I'll be honest, sometimes I'm looking at how many times they reference themselves or I and not like an actual uh, a situation or a, an event. They're more likely like talking about, hey, look at me, as opposed to look at what look at this thing I've created or done and I hope this this is how I this is how I ended up. I think so like how you use it and how many times you're doing what you're talking about in there. I guess I've kind of reading into that, you know what I'm saying? Like as I think you can tell but that's uh, I think kind of going back to what we originally talked about, if someone that has like a if their center isn't genuine or they don't have a strong one, it, it will show through. It always yeah. will. Um, and I and but how do you think just to kind of move the podcast along because we are on a tight time crunch because both of us dads both of us got to cram stuff in we got kids stuff but um i'm just happy we got to finally do this thing <laughs> trying to schedule it it's tough but uh the real question that for even for me looking at is trying to figure things out and that is how can everyone as a whole and anybody listening and anybody that needs help figure out their why and when i say that when you ask that question, it's a very frustrating question to to read in books or to you know see on a, some sort of inspirational speaker. They's like, do that, do your passion, find your why. It's like, mm-hmm. how do I find my why? What is it? You know, it's frustrating because you you want to know, but you don't know how to figure it out. Nobody tells you how to figure it out. I think uh, there's. You ever heard of reverse engineering? Yeah. So if it was me trying to figure out because. When I talk to, like, say, an athlete, and I'm trying to figure out what their goals are, I almost reverse engineer their goals in the sense of, like, I they tell me what they are, like, why do you want to do this, this, and this? And if I know it's kind of too broad or too, like, it's not specific enough or, like, I'm not really at the center of their why, I you kind of reverse engineer it. So if I had to tell someone, like, why, how to find it, reverse engineer something in your life. Like, why, okay, so first of all, like, if we let's say we're, let's reverse engineer like what we've been talking about, and I know we've already talked about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. But like, let's reverse engineer like if someone came up to me today and said, you know, why did you open up a CrossFit gym? So I have to, re- and let's say, or here's the here's the better thing is um, let's go to the other extreme and say, well, uh, so I you know I, I, I train some of the com- like the people that are competitors out of this gym that like to you know, compete locally and stuff like that. So let's say I um, someone asked me like why do you train? Um, competitors like well it's kind of started like you know they people have been doing crossfit for a while and they kind of had a, they had another goal they wanted to put it you know they what they, they they felt like they've advanced enough in this in crossfit they wanted to like try to comp- competing oh how did you get into training people in crossfit oh well i really wanted to help people you know get healthier um i, I you know when i found crossfit that's, that's what it did for me i got me healthier and i wanted to do the same thing oh why did you want to get healthier oh i wanted to get healthier because I was in law enforcement for this, like I said, this many years, and um, got to this point, and I knew I needed to get there. Well, how, you know, like, why did you want to be healthy at that point in time? What, like, what made you at that point? Oh, well, I had my first kid. You know, we had our first child, and I remember, like, my grandfather had been at my wedding, and I want to be there for my kids. And like, oh, so that's why you got into it. Yeah. Oh, you just trace it. You all tra- back you trace to all that exactly. Yeah. So you kind of like, if you do that, I think with anything in your life, because like we talked about multiple centers, you could do that again. To, to try to find it. Like, if you know, like, what you want to do or have an idea of what you want to do there, even, like, how to get there and find why, what your why is, why you're doing it, or, like, the center of why you're doing everything, reverse engineer it. Go work backwards. Don't try to work forwards from some from, from some place where it's, like, there's the goal sometimes, but yeah. work backwards and see what it is. If you're, especially if you're trying to figure out 
what am what am I all about? You know, what, why is it that you know? Why am I doing what I'm doing? What the center is? What you know? What am I passionate about? Even that, like, could be you know, it just it could be you work with your job. Like, let's let this let's let's do let's let's do it with your end. So you skate as a hobby still, right? Yeah. So we got you into skating. I can take you back to this specific moment, but uh, it started with renting a pair of rollerblades at the shop because I was into BMX dirt jumping and seeing these kids jump on a rail and slide and trying it, falling on my butt. And that feeling right there, it sounds weird, but the feeling, I mean, it's painful, but that feeling right there, I was addicted from that moment. What made you want to try that? The excitement of this new thing that came out. And and how did you, like, what was exciting about that to you? Oh. Like, why were you excited about that? um, It was different than bike riding or skateboarding, which I had already done. So you already did that. So what, what got you into biking and skateboarding? Uh, the speed and the the enjoyment of, the, like, the wind blowing in my hair and flying, like, jumping off of something and flying. There's nothing that, like, replaces that se- that feeling. And I can tell you from, there was, there's a, oh, man, there's a moment I remember when I was five years old. And you say you don't remember stuff when you're that young. I remember it. I was on a porch. I saw an Evil Knievel video. And I was going to jump my little tiny bike off of this porch that we had just built off the back. And there was enough runway. And I rode that bike and I crashed straight into my face, knocked my air out. Uh, I'm pretty sure I knocked myself out because I don't remember much after I just remember waking up. But I did it again. So you like being outside? I love being outside. And here we are. <laughs> but like, see what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. your love for the outdoors. Look, where, look, look, but look, look, but look where that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's what your love for the outdoors got you outside on a skateboard, on a bike, on rollerblades. Um, that led you to you were skating, right? Yeah. See, look, look, but like look, just <laughs> your love for the outdoors. Like that's how you reverse engineer go backwards and like really get at the heart. And of also, it. I mean, what you just said, just going through this. I mean, this is kind of like a therapy hour with Brian Healy. No, no. <laughs> 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 because think about the whole. Website, the Instagram page of the Nine Five Adventures, and the love for hiking outside and doing but that. that. But you there you go. It, but you that's, you can trace that. that to that as well. Back to exactly a time when I was riding my bicycle off of it and riding horses and chasing rabbits with golf clubs. And, you know, you couldn't keep me inside. <laughs> we might we might be done. The kids are getting antsy, so we're gonna go ahead and tie it up. Ryan, it's been fun, man. It's awesome, bro. Thanks for giving me on. I appreciate right. it. Yeah.